0: Hey everyone, it is Wednesday, May 20th. Uh, the weather is beautiful, it's, uh, we're enjoying this as Minnesotans. Um, we are continuing our conversation on topics related to revival, and this week we're exploring verses related to, or stories related to revival out of scripture, and Steve has been walking us through that, so I'm gonna turn it over uh, to Steve psalm fifty one today so David
1: and, and we know the background I mean he has committed you know horrible sins of uh, adultery and murder, and that's kind of the background of him writing this song uh, some of us may have done that, some of us uh maybe it's something that we consider a lesser of a sin, but uh, as we read as we are we're not going to read the whole thing, but as we talk about it, it the question really for today is um uh, it's what changes in revival, in a renewal, coming back to God. Uh, what is it that actually needs to change uh, as for us even today in 2020? So, all right. So uh, what I want to, I want to start in verse uh, seven of Psalm 51. Purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice don't keep looking at my sins remove the stain of my guilt so in repentance David is even saying okay you've broken me but yet I want my joy back again I want uh, my guilt taken away I think for all of us uh, that's what that is now I hope that we all can feel that way, even if we haven't murdered somebody or committed adultery. So that that's, you know, hopefully we're not, it's a whole nother topic of conversation, but hopefully we're not. Well, I haven't done that, so I, I don't feel quite like David did, and obviously why, but.
0: Well, um, I, think, I think to your, I mean, not not to belabor the point, but I think you're right. I think a lot of people feel like their sins aren't, Aren't repentance isn't necessary. You know, it's just a small thing, whatever. And, you know, maybe if you had committed a really egregious sin like David, then that requires this like next level sort of thing. But, you know, minor things that a lot of people do on a daily basis.
1: And it's a big, you know, it's like, I mean, I, I knew one guy that when I'm talking to him about becoming a Christian, he's, he's like, he's like, well, I can, he, he said this, I consider uh, my life, a pile of poker chips. And as long as my pile of good things is better than my po- bigger than my pile of bad things, then I'm okay. You know, and that's, <laughs> mm. our standards are not comparing ourselves to one another. Our stands are not, our standards are not, Hey, I've done more good things than bad. Uh, and so again, repentance and, and the need for it and our focus on do I really need to revival or need to repent? uh you know i if i compare myself to these people no i don't that's a yeah but if if we're focused on doing more for god like we've been talking about this week what what needs to change and uh, our guilt being taken away i the restore the joy of our salvation um i'll go ahead and and read the next couple of verses what is god doing because it i think our conversation will wrap around so in verse 10 these are the verses that are well known patrick the songs create in me a clean heart O god renew a loyal spirit within me do not banish me from your presence and don't take your holy spirit from me interesting that you know he has god's holy spirit there restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. So again, if we're talking about revival, what kinds of changes do we need to see in our lives mm-hmm. for this idea of repentance and, and restoration and joy to yeah. come back to us?
0: Yeah, well, I, you know, before I answer that, I would say that one thing I find fascinating here is that he points out, what is it, three uh, or four things that he doesn't, he, he's missing in his life. This, you know, a pure heart, steadfast spirit, the presence of God, the Holy Spirit of God, uh, the joy of uh, salvation. Um, So five things he talks about that I do, I really do wonder, like, sometimes when we feel like we don't need repentance, uh, it's likely because we've forgotten what we've lost. Uh, We've forgotten we don't have, and we've gotten used to this uh, life devoid of the presence of God
1: we think our life's okay. And it's, it's really, we don't, we don't realize what we're missing.
0: Yeah. That's why I think it's so
2: crucial to you off. You know, when you think about the story, um, uh, you know, what kind of prompts this song, uh, in, you know, in the narrative and the life of David is that David isn't convicted of his wrongdoing until he is approached by another person. Approached by like you have stealing this man's sheep, and all you know, all these things. And then that's you know, it takes all of this from the realized to the realize. point where we can just get used to kind of living in our, you know, uh, you know, our states that we're in. Like, it took for someone to confront David for him to be his eyes to be open to, you know, mm-hmm. lacking a pure heart and you know,
1: missing these things.
2: So mm-hmm. I
1: think that, that's a big part of it as well. Yeah, so so even David uh really didn't recognize uh, the point in his life that he needed revival.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. To your original question though, about what was needed. It's, it's, it's also interesting here. Like, I think it probably goes without saying that, you know, if we're, you know, if we're robbing banks and we want to revival in our lives, we need to stop doing those behaviors. Uh, those yeah. things need to stop. Um, but really what he talks about here is it's his heart, his spirit, his joy. Um, there's, it's not, uh, it's not behaviors in as much as it is his experiences and his emotions and his, his attitudes, not, and this is not to say behaviors don't matter, but the thing that he really is keying in on are these inner qualities, uh, that he's, he's experiencing a crushed, uh, spirit. You know, it's not saying, okay, here's the list of things I'm going to stop doing and start doing. He's like, I'm, I'm, Internally, I'm I'm just a broken person.
2: And that and what I love about you know verses 10 through 12 is that it is all it is you know it is all God's action. Um, right. there there's not the, the initial healing, the the restoration, the renewal, there is not a thing there that David is doing. Um, you know, it's it's you know asking, you know, God created me, you know, restore, renew, don't cast me away. It's you know, I love that because it. Really derives home the points here that um, like we can't restore ourselves to our good or right here but that only is God can do um, and so I, I really love that, especially when you look at thirteen you know my translation is then I will you know it's that only
1: happens after God has executed yes. and restored yeah so it was God's action
2: mm-hmm.
1: speaking through Nathan the prophet to Get to David to help him understand the position he was in.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And then it's God's action that restores him, that brings him back, that restores the joy of his salvation. So Mm -hmm. when we're talking about revival for us, hopefully we are paying enough attention to God that He will cause us to say, Hey, you need renewal. You need revival. You've Mm -hmm. got some things in your life that you think are okay but uh it can be a lot better mm-hmm. and then we you know also paying attention to god make the choice to where then he does restore that joy uh and and then and then it's you know hopefully it's like oh man I, my life was so bland uh and now i'm 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 full of life and i know that it is because of god's spirit
0: mm mm-hmm yeah it yeah absolutely one of the things that this passage raises one of the questions it raises for me because i think it's you know such it's one of the most like um, um open authentic you know examples of surrender, but then david's life uh going forward wasn't great and I, and I don't mean that he continued to mess up i mean like the circumstances of his life, his family life had fallen apart i mean of course, his child uh, dies, uh, the, the uh, original child, um, and it, you know, his family, it, it kind of crumbles ab- around him, and I, I've always wondered, like, what you would hope or you would expect that, all right, you have this restoration and repentance, and it seems incredibly authentic, but then his life doesn't kind of, like, resume um, the, the the original narrative. It just continues to seem like it falls apart and then eventually degenerates into uh, you know, two kingdoms and his rebellious sons and all that. I wonder what you guys think about that, how, how that went even following his repentance.
1: Well, my, my take on it is this, it, it is that God prepares us, shows us that we're not doing well, that we need to repent, uh, makes it to where we can. But then even after we do, uh, how do we live our lives moving forward? Do Are we being intentional about following Jesus after that? And I, I think God set David up with all of the things that he needed uh, for this, to write this beautiful psalm and to have this in his mind. But after he wrote it, mm-hmm. how did he live his life? Uh, you know, he he does say, and, and Caleb touched on this, but I love verse 13 because he's like, if the joy of my salvation is restored, then I will teach your ways to rebels or or sinners and they will return to you. That's revival. And so as we're talking about revival, if we can understand what God is in our life and what he does and this joy of the salvation, that's going to motivate us to teach others and to tell others and bring more revival as a whole outside of ourselves. And, and I think that's really what we want for revival. But then Patrick, to your question, uh, will we actually follow through?
0: Yeah. Well, and, and I'm not necessarily even implying that David didn't fall follow through because I know that revival, uh, in our own lives or repentance in our own lives doesn't mean then that our lives, you know, our blue skies and rainbows. Right. for the rest of them, you know, Absalom made his own choices and right. there, the things, the things that happened weren't, um, uh, it's probably easy to blame David. And I'm certain that part of the responsibility lie with him, but that kids make their own choices and, you know, circumstances happen. People are, even if they're good Christians and follow God diligently, they're still going to get, um, cancer and they're going to struggle with, uh, you know, finances or whatever. So I I guess I'm not trying to imply that repentance means that our lives are automatically blessed uh, in the way that we would assume because David doesn't ask for that. He doesn't ask for any of that. He asks for a restoration of joy and God's presence in his spirit. And that's something that, you know, it's likely he did experience. uh, Yeah.
1: So I think he did experience it for him personally now uh, you know and you can only imagine being a king uh of the country did he have time to spend with his family with his kids uh but he may have and and then like you said their choices so so we don't know uh we don't know about what what caused uh his his sons his life to go the way it did was was it neglect on his part or whether it was it their choices we we, I don't think we can really speak to that, uh, but we can speak to the fact that, hey, David asks God for this. God does that in his heart, and it causes him to want to tell others and speak to others. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that's a good point. Well, it certainly continues, I mean, w- whether or not his individual life looked uh, great following this, I mean obviously a lot of people have looked at David for their model of repentance and restoration, and certainly a lot of what he had to do uh, i mean the 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 psalms that he continued to write after this and he was still regarded as this you know kind of high point in the history of Israel his king his kingship was so God did restore him uh, but maybe not in the way we will, always would have expected
1: yep. So I, I mean that's I think that's it for today uh, I just want to uh, encourage all of us to um, have this intimate moment personal moment this is this is personal revival rather than corporate revival uh, think about our personal relationship with God, asking him, restoring the joy of our salvation and will that cause us and motivate us to share with others moving forward
0: mm-hmm All right. Well, thanks for joining us today. Again, you know, if this is something that's easier to take in in podcast form, audio form, uh, make sure you check out uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all those places. It should be there. If not, you can reach out to us. If you'd just like to contact us and uh, let us know how awesome Steve is doing, you can email us at staff (laughs) at the Great Church. But uh, we sure appreciate you checking in each day and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.